The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Well, the 49ers did beat the Raiders 21-20, but it really wasn't a beating, or was it? We'll discuss that and more here on show 244. Raider Nation, we have a couple of events to announce. This is the seventh annual Rally in the Valley. Saturday, October 10th, Fresno, California. Die hard, Raider Nation. Be there for sports, food, vendors, children's entertainment, DJs, raffles. There's going to be a hell of a lot of Raider legends that are going to be. John Vela is just one of them. There's a bunch of them. Saturday, October 10th, 2009, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., at the Peace Officers Gun Range and Park, 7633 North Weber Street. That's Weber and Herndon in Fresno, California. It's a great event. Please go. Uh, it's a charity event for the Marjorie Mason Center, which is a very, very cool thing. That's what the Raider Nation does. It supports charities, and we get together to support our team, the Silver and Black. So check that out. Don't be lost. Don't be left behind because there's a lot, and I mean a lot, of Raider legends that are going to be there. Uh, Cliff Branch, I can't tell you, man. There's going to be some good guys there. So check it out. Be there. All right. What's the other event we got going on? Let's see. We have the Raiders Fan Convention. That's right. The Black Hole Symposium. (laughs) Raiders Fan Convention. September 26, 2009. Ricky's Sports Bar and Theater, San Leandro, California. From 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., Check it out. There'll be events, cheerleaders, everything. And it looks like Raider Greg will be there. That's right. Raider Greg and Randy are going to be there because it says so on the poster. (laughs) I love it. In association with Vela's Locker Room, of course, there'll be legends, there'll be cheerleaders, there'll be fun, and it's a hell of a great bar. you got to check it out. If you've never been to Ricky's, get your ass over there because it is a hell of a bar and especially a Raider bar been a Raider bar for years and years and years. You can see it, you can feel it, and you know you feel at home because the Raider Nation lives at Ricky's. Check those events out, man, because they are fun. They are things to do. And this time of year, it's a great family event. Check it out. All right. On today's show, there will be Let's not freak out! (laughs) Let's not freak out anyway. Not this soon. It's too early in the season to start freaking out on our team, and we'll head on some reasons why not. Another story, of course, is, well, well, Javon Walker to the rescue. Oh, my gosh. We'll head on that, of course, and you know what I mean by that. And will the Saints come marching through? Through our defensive line, we'll hit on that for sure. And the bone line, here on this show. Raider Nation, before I get into our first story of the day, I'm going to hit on this for sure. Raider Nation represented in NASA shuttle mission. That's right. 
the Raider Nation will be in outer space delivering well-needed goodies to the space station by Jose Hernandez, longtime Oakland Raiders fan. He's going to blast off on the shuttle Discovery from Kennedy Space Center in Florida and take with him a Raiders flag. Check that out. Notice it's not a Patriots flag, not a 49ers flag, not a Dallas Cowboy flag. It is a Raider flag. That's right. The Stockton native and longtime Raider fan said that's one of the things he wanted to do, and everybody, he made sure everybody knew about it, and he's going to be celebrated along with the great Hispanics in history at the Broncos game here in Oakland. So check that out, man. We got a guy in outer space representing, partner. Yeah, tell that to your buddies all over, the Kansas City fans and all those other idiots that are out there. I love it. That is great news. Okay, Raider Nation, let's just not freak out. <laughs> Believe me, I'm starting to. <laughs> Well, it's easy to be freaked out as a Raider fan right now because, well, we actually played like like crap. The score did not show exactly what went down here in this game against the 49ers, the Bay Area rivals, of course, uh, for many, many years. Uh, there's definitely a hatred between the Raiders and the 49er fans, and I'm sure the team doesn't feel any less hatred, I am sure. Now, in this game, I am not surprised if Al Davis, Tom Cable, and the rest of the coaches got together and said, what the hell just happened? Well, it's easy to see as a fan what just happened. We ran through like Swiss cheese. The funny thing here, or not so funny thing, is that we just practiced against these numbskulls this week. And then they come out and during the practice laughed at us for being such, well, morons. They called us easy to score on, easy to play against. And it was uh, a lot of words were said. But you know what? Actions are speaking a lot louder than words because even knowing what the 49ers were going to do, they were going to run the ball. That's what they were going to do. We knew it all week. We knew what was going to go on. And still, the Raiders got burned 278 yards worth of running, knowing that they were going to run on us. Thank God Phillip Rivers, or Al instead of Alex Smith, Antonio Gates instead of Vernon Davis, Vincent Jackson and Chris Chambers instead of a bunch of scrubs weren't in the game. Because if that was the case, if the 49ers actually did have a passing game, we would have been fried. The score would have been ferocious. It would have been absolutely, unbelievably blown out. That I can guarantee you because we could not stop the run. And if they had any kind of passing attack, we would have been in big-time trouble. We had a lot of players that did play. Greg Ellis, monster, played well every down and worked hard to get to the quarterback every doggone play. Good player. Brandon Myers came out of nowhere. A sixth-round draft pick came out and played like a monster in the second half, scoring a touchdown and making some great grabs. Kid has great hands, and he can block like a moose. What a pickup he was. He was a bright spot in the day. Gerard Warren, 
Now, here's somebody I don't see all the time making it happen, but he did. He made it happen very well. He came in and played a great game. He played well. He pushed hard. And inconsistency, I'd have to say, is his number one problem. He just doesn't do it all the time. And I don't know what that may be, uh, what, what's going on with him, but if he was more consistent, man, he would be a great, great defensive tackle. But right now, this game, he played pretty well. Hiram Eugene did a great job too, man. At safety, he did a, a great job, a lot of good tackling. I'm telling you, he saved a bunch of touchdowns for us. When those runners got into the secondary, he was the only guy there actually stopping him. Um, and the other safety, of course, Tyvon Branch did a great job as well. Both these guys are playing for a job, and you can tell that they're putting all the effort into it. Uh, they're both played very well in this game, believe it or not. Uh, still we lost, and still we got so many yards put against us on the ground, but they were the guys that keeping the touchdowns from happening, trust me, because if it wasn't for those two, <laughs> we'd have some trouble. And Tavon Branch could put the hit on somebody. He really hammers people, nice pop. He's got a crisp hit, and it's good to see something coming out of the defense besides Marshmallow. Ricky Brown, there you go, back up for, well, Kirk Morrison's almost twin. They play very similar. Uh, Ricky Brown's got a lot of heart, though, man. He could put a pop on somebody, and he played very well in this game when Morrison went out with a, I think it was a separated elbow or shoulder. I'm not sure. Uh, should be out for a couple weeks. But Ricky Brown is a great replacement. Can play inside or outside. Uh, had a good game this game. Uh, he can't do everything by himself. Uh, another young face, uh, Desmond Bryant. I know you probably heard, never heard his name, but he played well towards the end of the game. And, uh, well, he's also a guy that you should keep an eye on because hopefully he'll get a job. But if not for anything else, the practice squad. Uh, Ricky Brown, though, is challenging for that middle linebacker spot. And Kirk Morrison better watch out. Chris Johnson. That's right. Cornerback. The guy had, had practiced under Deion Sanders uh, last season and the offseason. Uh, the season before, and came out a stud. Still remains a stud, and he is covering people like a glove. What a great diamond we found in him. I am so glad because he stuck Vernon Davis a couple times, and it was great to see. Good play from Chris Johnson. We really need him in that secondary, and he played very well. Now, Bruce Gradkowski. The guy who got a bad rap in training camp is a monster. He opened the second half like he was on fire. He came out there and threw the ball. He ran for nine yards. He's a gamer, and I think he deserves a shot. I'm telling you, Charlie Fry better get it together because Bruce Dradkowski is making some definite eyes open in Oakland because I think he's probably a great number three and I think that Fry better get it together. I know he's got the name, but Gradkowski has got the heart. He plays like a champion, and there's no doubt about it. Well, let's look at some of the turkeys of this game because I could tell you their names easily. I'll list the guys off that didn't do very well very easily, and you'll recognize their names. But I don't know if you recognize what they've done because I'll tell you right now, Trevor Scott... Oh, my gosh. He looked like a rookie's rookie. He looked like he was playing high school football. Blown all over the field. They ran right over him. Slade Norris, like his twin brother. Same difference. 
had absolutely no pop, and he got blocked all over the field and didn't even make anything happen. Here's long and the two Sam Williams, who I thought should go two seasons ago, and here he is. Uh, Sam Williams was still here, putting in his half-ass effort, and of course getting burned left and right by the 49ers rushers. Grayson Gunheim, I'm disappointed. He's a local boy, a Sebastopol High School. I don't know what happened. The kid better understand that his job is on the line, and if he wants to stay in the professional football league, he better put it together because he got blown all over as well. My favorite one to gripe about, of course, Turdell Sands. The guy is top-heavy, he's too tall, and he's slow as molasses. Runners blowing by him left and right. Hell, he's a better thing for the offense. He's like having an extra offensive lineman. They just push his fat ass right through the middle on their blocks, and he's a big stop for them. Unbelievable. I never liked him. I don't think he can do it, um, and I don't think he's going to change. we got to get rid of Sands as soon as possible next year because he is a waste of oxygen. Jay Richardson, inconsistent as the day is long. I expect a whole lot more from him, and he was another Piece of it's another hole of Swiss cheese. I'll tell you right now, terrible blocking, terrible. You know, he couldn't get around the block to save his life. They pushed him all over the doggone field. Let me just tell you the Marshall plan is the marshmallow plan, as far as I can see. The 49ers ran at will, they ran to the left, they ran to the right, they ran in the middle, they ran to the outside, the inside. They ran their asses off all over us to the tune of 278 yards, which only seven of which were Frank Gores, their number one running back. The rest of it was this guy named Coffee I've never heard of, a guy named Sheets I've never heard of, Michael Robinson I've never heard of, but they all blew by us. Sheets, who probably won't even make the roster gain 51 yards. I'm telling right now that the run game is something that we are still lacking. We are lacking in the defense of the run. We have been for several years, and we've been clamoring for some help, and still we continue to get defensive backs and safeties, and we haven't really addressed the defensive line at all. Not that I could see. Tell me in the last six seasons who we got on defensive line. We paid Tommy Kelly. Okay, next. <laughs> That's what I thought. Turdell Sands, big plus. We got a lot of work to do on the run, folks. If we don't get it together, it's going to be an ugly, ugly season because that's what the AFC West does. They run the football. And so does everybody else, by the way, if you haven't noticed. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, well, Javon Walker to save the Oakland Raiders. What? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, Raider Nation, that's what he's saying. That's correct. Javon Walker says he's back, and he's back with a vengeance. He alone will save the depleted core of the Oakland Raiders wide receivers. 
That's what he's saying, and that's what he's going to try to do, I think. Yes, this coming from the same guy who was, yes, mugged in Las Vegas. I get no kick from champagne. Oh, yes, caught spreading champagne all over a crowd in the strip club. And, yes, had surgery performed without telling anybody just before the season. And, yes, wanted to retire a few short months ago. Well, I won't be putting any water into this bucket, folks. It's got too many holes in it. I would love to think that Javon could come in at least get 500 yards this year. That would be a great way to start out. I think that if he could do that, that would help the Raiders out quite a bit. He is thinking that he may be the rescue of the Oakland Raiders' defeated, uh, depleted receiving core, but I don't think so, Joe. Uh, his record of just inconsistency and nonsense shows everything I need to see from Javon Walker, and everything he says is taken with definitely a grain or two of salt because his actions are speaking a lot louder than his words have been, Padna. And I'm not going to put any water in his bucket because, quite honestly, I don't believe him. I don't know why anybody would, but the fact that he's popping off about saving the Oakland Raiders, I think, is a bit comical. I actually have much more hope for Lewis Murphy and some of the other young wide receivers we have on the team before I would have any hope of Javon Walker coming and rescuing the Oakland Raiders. Not to say that it wouldn't be a good thing. Not to say I would love to see it. Not to say that I would love to have him prove everybody, including me, wrong. But don't hold your breath. And that is all I have to say about that. Hey, will the Saints, will they come marching through? Well, it looks like they'd be coming marching through our defensive line, Padna. Well, it looks like the Saints are improved in their running game from last season, which is not very good news for us because Randy and I were there for the game, and they ran at will against the Oakland Raiders. Our run defense was bad last season, and it showed in that game. I believe they blew us out like 46-3. to It was an embarrassing score to be there in Louisiana in the Dome to witness it firsthand. Randy and I were there, and we saw it. I'm ho- I was hoping for some retribution this year, but it's not looking like it since their run game is severely improved. Their passing game has always been good, one of the top two in the NFL, and now they have a great run game. So what are we going to do? We're going to have to put up as many points as they do. Their defense is a knockout punch. They got a good defense this year, and I think – of all the games that we play in the preseason, this is it. If our first team can stay together with the Saints, that will be a great positive move. But if we get behind early and have to throw the ball, we're going to be in trouble. 
Last season, we had trouble with that. The pressure on the quarterback was immense, and he couldn't get the ball out. He had no time. Of course, that was his rookie season, and this season he has a lot more going on, and Jermarcus Russell should be able to get the ball out faster, I'm hoping. I'll tell you this. This game right here is going to show what we have for the season. I know it's only preseason. This is a very good team. This team has all that it needs to make it to the Super Bowl. Honestly, the Saints could go to the Super Bowl. I have no doubt about it. This is a great challenge for our team. It is a great challenge for every aspect of our team. And we will be able to see how the Raiders react to this powerhouse coming into Oakland. I can't wait to see it. I will be there with my ass in a seat. You be there too. Uh, I'm not all doom and gloom on this one, but the Saints running game has improved and they are coming for blood. And if we don't give them some blood back, well, I'm going to be pissed because they kicked our ass when we went there and we need to kick their ass when they come to Oakland. That's what I say and I'm hoping it happens. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation, it's the bone line. All right, Nation, let me remind you that we love the comments here more than you know. But they have to be short and sweet. That's it. But I say, not like Jim Rome, have a tank, don't suck. Have a take. I don't care what it sounds like. Just make it short and sweet, partners. Thank you, my brothers and sisters. Okay, now, who's first? Oh, my gosh. The man. The myth. See money What you got to say, brother? Yo, yo. Guess who, motherfuckers? It's your boy, See money back. What's up, Raider Greg, man? Raider Randy. I'm just calling to let you know that I'm watching this preseason game against the 49ers, and I'm telling you, our run defense fucking blows. These motherfuckers are running all over us, man. We better pick it up because I'm going to tell you something. We got no fucking passing game without fucking Chad Shillings, man. This dude, Johnny Lee Higgins, fucking sucks. This dude, Garcia, threw him a pass over the middle, man, and caused an interception, hit his hands. He should have caught that motherfucker. He thought he was going to get cracked over the fucking middle. That's why he didn't catch the ball. He tapped it up like a pussy. He's not a real fucking receiver, I'm trying to tell you guys. This motherfucker's a pump return specialist. He's not an every-down receiver or a deep-threat receiver. And another thing, this backup fucking quarterback we got, this Polish fucking prick, Gradkowski, this motherfucker can play some football. This boy's throwing his fucking ass off. In the last two fucking games against Dallas and against fucking San Francisco, this dude is fucking moving the ball. He's putting it in the air. He's accurate as a motherfucker. Don't be – and I hate to say this. I hate to say this, Raider Greg. I love you. You know you're my brother. But I'm going to tell you something. Jamarcus Russell needs to fucking go. He's fucking terrible. He sucks. And until he can prove otherwise, he'll always fucking suck dick. This kid, Gradkowski, is a fucking baller. This dude has shown me he's got the balls, the fortitude, the fucking shit to take the fucking team down and fucking get them in the end zone and score. This kid is fucking unreal. He's got a beautiful fucking arm. He's accurate as a son of a bitch. 
He's fucking no joking. Don't be surprised if he's the number two fucking quarterback and Garcia's number three because this kid can fucking play. And I'd love to see him in the regular season get some fucking game time because this kid's the real deal. Fuck Jamarcus Russell. He sucks. I'd rather see Gradkowski as a fucking starter than Jamarcus Russell the way he's been playing in the preseason. This kid's the real fucking deal. Watch out for him if he gets a chance. And then Lewis Murphy's going to be good. That kid's not bad. He's okay. Number 18, Lewis Murphy, he's fucking showing some signs of progression where he can maybe be a starter. But he's still got to prove to me he's, he can take it over the middle and make the fucking hard catch over the middle and shit like that. A couple of times he went over the middle, he, he blew a couple of passes he should have caught. But I think Lewis Murphy might turn out to be a better fucking receiver than Darius Hayward Bay until he shows me something. I'm going to tell you something. We've got two rookie wide receivers, okay? Now, Darius Hayward Bay... He hasn't shown me shit in the preseason so far. In camps, I don't know what he's been doing, okay? But you may not want to hear this, but I don't care if Michael Crabtree was a fucking head case. I don't care if he was a crybaby, a pussy motherfucker who's holding out for a contract. Facts are fucking facts. Crabtree's a better wide receiver than fucking Bay. I hate to say it. We fucked up and took the wrong dude, okay? We took the wrong motherfucker. You can say what you want about attitudes and about this and about that. We, I don't give a fuck if, if this dude's fucking going around robbing fucking churches for a living. The fucking dude can play football. He's got way better skills than fucking Darius Hayward Bay. He's a way better fucking wide receiver. We fucked up on that pick. We picked this dude. He hasn't shown me shit in the preseason. He hasn't shown me a fucking thing. We ain't paying the motherfucker to fucking to, to be a saint. To go to church and pray every fucking Sunday, we're paying this motherfucker to play football on the field. So that's what we paid a motherfucker for. And Crabtree is a better fucking receiver than Bay. I'm sorry to say it, but he is. And they should have fucking picked him, and we didn't. We picked Darius Hayward Bay. Now we got to stick with that asshole. And he better fucking do something until Chaz comes back. Because if he doesn't ship his ass out along with Jamarcus Russell and get rid of all those banana-eating motherfuckers. Okay, our run defense fucking sucks. And if it don't get better... We're going to get blown out by San Diego Monday night. And what's this fucking shit? Tom fucking Cables punching his fucking assistants and breaking their jaws. What the fuck is that all about? Now we have to worry about our fucking head coach getting suspended for five or six fucking games. Who the fuck's going to coach the fucking Raiders? Al Davis? Now we got a dilemma there. See, this fucking dude, I knew this was a bad move hiring this fucking dude, Tom Cable. This dude ain't a fucking real head coach. He's an offensive line coach. And that bullshit in Tampa Bay last game of the season last year, that was fool's fucking gold. Believe me, fool's fucking gold. We couldn't beat Tampa Bay. If we had to play them ten times in the last game of the fucking season in Tampa Bay, deciding that Tampa goes to the playoffs, we'd lose nine of those fucking games. That was pure fucking luck what happened last year, trust me. Believe me, it was fucking fool's gold. Hey, listen, I'm seeing it. And last time I checked, man, Raider Greg, I have 20-20 fucking vision. I know what I'm seeing, and believe me, it was fool's gold last year, last game of the season in Tampa Bay. That was bullshit. We couldn't beat those fucking guys again if we fucking tried in the same scenario. Believe me, we couldn't do it. This dude, Tom Cable, got the job because of the last two games of the season that they fucking won. Al Davis figured, oh, shit, he won those games. I'm going to hire this guy. This was a bad fucking move. I told you we should have hired Brian Billick or somebody else like that. We went and hired this cocksucker who's punching his fucking assistants. You talk about keeping order in the locker room and players fucking have it, being cancers in the fucking locker room and shit like that. Our own fucking coaches breaking fucking jaws and acting like a fucking asshole. He's supposed to be setting examples. All right, you heard it. It's been a long one. Cut it up any way you want, brothers. Raider Greg, I love you. You know I back you guys 100%. 
And without you guys, there is no us. Because the fucking Bone Line is the realest fucking show on the fucking internet. There is nothing like it. It's the best fucking thing that ever happened. I'm glad Brandy and Greg put this shit together. Because without them guys, we would be nowhere. We wouldn't have nothing to fucking talk about. We wouldn't be able to voice our opinions. These guys are the real fucking deal. Much respect needs to go out to these guys for putting this Bone Line on. I'm black and silver till I die. Always have been, always will be. But I'm telling it like I fucking see it. And don't forget, motherfuckers... It's fucking Halloween every Sunday in the black hole. Halloween every Sunday in the fucking black hole, you motherfuckers. Don't ever fucking forget the black and silver is in the house. There's no one fucking like us. We're the fucking only nation in the fucking world. So all you copycat motherfuckers out there talking about you's a fucking this nation and that nation, there's only one fucking nation. And no matter how I feel about the situation of Chad Schilling's Y Project is going to be one of the fucking top receivers in this league in the next few years. Hey, I'm still a fucking Raider. Well, peace out, Raider Nation. I hope you've enjoyed my little segment. Everybody, have a nice day. Raider Nation, one love. I'm out. See money. Peace. See money, my brother. Listen, man, don't be bummed. Don't be down. Because it's just the beginning of the year and anything can happen. These young players are good. We got some great tight ends. We got some other things going on, man. So, look, we got a running game. We got some things happening. Uh, we got some weapons. Don't worry. And you never know what's going to happen. So let's just be positive. We have to see what happens during the Saints game to really make a solid judgment on any of this because that's what's going to happen. The Saints will tell a lot about our team. Thank you for the call, brother. It's always good. Keep your chin up, man. Keep your chin up, brother. All right, who's next? We have Raider Dave from the NJ, New Jersey, that is. A Raider fan in hostile territory. What you got to say, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. This is uh, Raider David K from NJ here on the East Coast. Giving you a call. Uh, took my family out. Like I first said, we went out to uh, Raider uh, Fan Appreciation Day. We had a great time. Sorry I didn't see you there. Got to... Thank uh, Raider Jeff and Raider Chad from Tracy, California, my buddies out there who joined us. We had a great time. My kids here had a great time. We were able to see uh, Jamarcus there, and he, uh, he looked big, looked a little heavy, and looked a little slow. But uh, I'm hoping, hoping he's going he's gonna to get a little better in shape. He looked uh, during the Dallas game uh, after the first series. I saw his, his mouth was wide open going to the sidelines. He, I don't think he's in the greatest shape right now. But uh, all in all, I uh, loved watching a win. A win's a win. That's all it's about. I enjoyed it. Looking forward to the San Francisco game this Saturday. And, uh, hey, go Raiders. Yeah, I'm bummed I didn't get to go. But, man, Randy and I had to work. And, man, those days off are not easy to come by. So uh, we couldn't make it. And uh, that's the way that goes sometimes. I'm glad you had a good time. I know it's fun. I've been there many times. And it is a blast. So I know you enjoyed yourself with the family. And Jamarcus, well, don't get me started because that guy should be underweight, 30 pounds, should be flying around like a wild man, should look like Garcia, uh, a behemoth Garcia by now. But, you know, it's all about the attitude, brother. All about the attitude. Thanks for the call, man. Who's next? We have the Red Devil Raider. What do you have to say, Red Devil? Raider Nation, this is Red Devil Raider back in Tallahassee, Florida. 
checking in for the second time the day before the 49er game. Expecting to kick their ass again. Maybe we can get another Higgins kick return. Get to flip into the end zone. Anyway, I ain't called about that. What I called about was ESPN all of a sudden wants to give the Raiders a little bit of credit. You know, just the other day on NFL Live, punk-ass Mark Schlereth, who's talking nothing but trash for our silver and black every fucking day, now all of a sudden notices that the Raiders have a punishing ground game and wants to say, oh, you know, the Raiders can run it down anybody's throat, and that's what they'll do. And, you know, look out for them in the AFC West. Fuck you, you cunt. It's too late to say some shit. You know, take your monkey ass over to Denver. Where the fuck are you from? Anybody want to hear that shit? Then the next day or two days later on PTI, Will Bond wants to boost up Coach Cable, knocking the motherfucking assistant coach out. Well, you know, hey, sometimes you got to just punch the bitch in the face. You know, I wasn't there, you weren't there, we don't know what the fuck happened. But personally, this isn't just Raiders being Raiders. This is real, you know, arguments happen between grown men. But personally, I like a coach that if he did punch another coach in the face, hey, I'm sure he had it coming. Cable's a big guy. Cable's not going to take no shit. And I like that in my head coach. It's good to see we finally have some continuity. We have the same head coach for a second year in a row. You know, excluding Lane Kiffin, it doesn't count. Coach Cable, if you knocked him out, more power to you. I love you anyway. I love what you've done with the line. Boosted our running game. Dude, the onus is on you. I think you're taking our Raiders to the playoffs, baby. Just fucking win, baby. Raider Nation, Red Devil Raider, I'm out. Well, Cable's doing a good job so far. We'll see. Let's hope uh, he uh, leans on the defensive coach and gets Jamarcus to cut about 25 pounds. That's all we have to do. All right, brother, thanks for the call. Who's next? We have my good friend. That's right. Juan. Hooray! We are freaking garbage. Our run defense is the shits. We can't stop the run, period. They ran over 200 yards on us. We need some serious help, or we are in for a long season. I'm just thinking September 14th, Ladanian and Darren Sproles are going to run all over our ass if we don't do something about our run defense right now. Our offense... If Jamarcus flipping, really get your feet work done, man. Seriously, Hayward Bay, he is not existent. We, the experts are looking like super experts right now because Hayward Bay is is non-existent. Yes, it's preseason, but he should be lighting it up at least. Um, still in the Catholic parking lot. Niner fans are pansies. Um, I, I can't believe that I am not allowed to stand up at a fucking Niner game. Excuse my language. They security told me that I am not allowed to stand up because I am obstructing other people's view. What kind of crap is that? Well, we got a long, long ways to go, and at this pace, we are going to get raped by the San Diego Chargers on Monday Night Football. We need to do some serious changes of the defensive front, or we are screwed. This is one way, and I'm out. You said it, man. You said it. Uh, San Diego is going to run like crazy. We'll find out uh, when we play the Saints what the real deal is, because this is going to be the real eye-opener. If they run on us, it is what it is. We're going to have to just deal with it like we've been dealing with it every year. Unfortunately, that could be true. Let's hope not. And Jamarcus, well, maybe uh, 
maybe Garcia has more to him than we thought. So uh, we'll just have to stay tuned to that situation. Thanks, Juan. Who's next? We have Raider Mike from Gainesville, Florida. What you got to say, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Mike, Gainesville, Florida. What's up, man? Hey, I'm giving you a call and let you know I've been uh, watching this uh, preseason replay of the 49ers and the Raiders, and I've observed a couple of things. Uh, as far as the good things, it looks like we've got three good tight ends. So, uh, we've got, uh, of course, Brandon Myers. You know, this rookie looks real good. And, of course, with Zach Miller, of course, we already know about him. And the, uh, the tight end that we have also, uh, I forgot his name, number 86, that seems to be pretty good. So it looks like we've got a, a core tight ends. And I, I would like to see a package maybe later on in the year where we could use Zach Miller and his Brandon Myers together. That would be a pretty nice package. But maybe we haven't shown everything in the preseason yet. So, But uh, that would be nice to see that. But I think we've got some good tight ends. As far as our defensive line, the negative, I'll just go ahead and skip to that negative. The negative is our defensive line is horrible. I, they can't stop a wet dream, basically. I, I don't know what's wrong with these guys. They can't stop the run. Uh, I mean, it's just unbelievable, you know, how they just were getting shredded by this guy, Coffee and the, uh, the 49ers offensive line. I mean, I don't know what it's going to take. Our D-tackles, you know, can't get any command any double teams to help free up the linebackers to try to make these tackles. So, um, I don't know. I think Tommy Kelly's okay, but he just needs some help, I guess, because it seems like the only ones I see that are decent is Kelly and uh, Greg Ellis at this point. And with D-line, everybody else is pretty much questionable at this point. Ricky Brown looks pretty good. Uh, he's he's vying for that middle linebacker spot. I actually wouldn't mind seeing him in the middle and moving Morrison outside. I think we'd be more effective there, but uh, we'll see how that battle goes. Also, I guess I wanted to talk about this Lorenzo Neal. I later found out that Lorenzo Neal Raiders.com showed he was actually placed on IR. So they said he had a bad hamstring, but and they gave him some type of injury settlement. But uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird to put somebody on IR just for a hamstring, but who knows what happened with that. But uh, I know that they were kind of like the other fullbacks that we had because they could do a little bit more as far as catch the ball and, you know, uh, do a little bit more, I guess than Lorenzo at this point in his career. Oh, and one more thing, another bright spot. I think Jeff Garcia is in trouble. This Bruce Gregkowski looks pretty good. Uh, last two preseason games, he's you know he's getting all these reps, and he's looking real comfortable in the games. I know in practice he's been having some issues, they said, but uh, you know I guess practice is practice, like they said. Um, you know, the 49ers, he had some struggles against the practice this week against them, scrimmages, and then you know, of course, when they do those seven-on-seven drills, he's had some struggles. But when he gets in the game, it seems like he, he he makes the right decisions and everything. And he's pretty mobile. I don't know if he's as mobile as Garcia, but I, I don't know. If he keeps playing the way he is, I think they may decide to go with Greg Kowski as the backup because of his age. And they may, you know, Garcia may be on his way out. I wouldn't be surprised at that. So, anyway, I just wanted to comment again about this game. D-line still is a huge question mark. Uh, we do have, I think, three good tight ends, um, and that's that's a bright spot. Um, and uh, Greg Kowski, of course, looks good. So, anyway, I uh, guess we'll wait for the uh, next preseason game. The third game is really going to determine, kind of gives an eye, a little bit of a preview of what 
what's to come because all the starters will be basically playing the entire three quarters, basically. So anyway, Raider Greg, talk to you later. Raider Nation for life. Peace. I totally agree with you. Uh, Tony Stewart. Uh, we also have Zach Miller, of course. And this good, this new kid, uh, Brandon Myers, is awesome. So, uh, you know, we need some wide receivers. I hope Javon Walker can make it happen. Our offensive line actually needs work, too. Not too many people have been saying that because our old line was nothing to write home about. Our runs were stopped by the 49ers. We had a couple of good ones, but it was not easy. Not close to as easy as it was for them. We will see Saturday against the Saints. That's no joke. Thanks for the call, brother. Who's next? We have the Pennsylvania Raider. What you got to say, man? What's up there, Raider Nation? Uh, just got done watching the uh, preseason game. A few things I liked, a few things uh, I didn't like. I did like that we had much fewer penalties in this game than the last. Our run defense sucks a dick. It's just it's absolutely horrible. San Fran ran all over us. Also, offensive line, that's got to get better. Jay Rushton proved he's getting there. Uh, i tell you what, though. Jeff Garcia, for only starting, like I think, like one series towards the end of the second quarter, that guy showed more heart, more passion than anybody else on that field. He went with the hurry-up offense. He was diving for that one first down. I mean, like you could tell that this guy wants that job. Unbelievable. Uh, we lost, but what that tells me is that you know our third string absolutely sucks. You know, but which is fine. But uh, yeah, that run defense—it's—it's it's got to get better. Other than that, I thought it was a pretty good game. One other uh, subject I'd like to get your opinion on, Greater uh, Greg. Plexico Burris gets two years for shooting himself in the leg. Yet, Dante Stallworth kills a guy and only gets 30 days. What are your thoughts on that? This Pennsylvania Raider, out. Well, you know, our second string and third string are battling out for position, but it's not about that. It's about the scheme. They all should know the same plays and the gaps they have to fill. The defensive line just blows. And like I said, the offensive line is not Herculean either. So we got a lot of work. We have a lot of work. Juan Jorge had it right. And as far as this two years for, for uh, Burris for, for shooting himself in the leg, that's New York City, Padna, and their laws are funky. That's a state crime, and their gun laws are serious shit. We don't want that anywhere else in the country because that's what happens in New York if you have a gun. You go to prison for two years, and that's an easy end of it. Some people go longer than that. So, yeah, this it's certainly not equal. There's, you know, come on. I mean, the guy killed somebody, and then this other guy just shot himself in the leg. What are you going to say? Of course it's not fair. It's just the laws of the land and where you happen to do your crime. And that's the way it is, partner. All right, who's next? We have Raul Oliveros. Great caller. What you got to say, brother? Raider Nation, what's going on, brothers and sisters? This is Raul Oliveros calling from Southgate, California, and I gotta say, two preseason games, we have seen some progress with the offense. I don't know about that run defense. Looks pretty shaky. 
But we're going to get our cornerbacks tested this coming up game against the New Orleans Saints. So that should be for an interesting game. I'm sure the first string is going to play possibly three quarters. And we're actually three weeks away from the kickoff against the Chargers. But I wanted to comment on the Tom Cable situation. The NFL really doesn't like the Raiders. That is true. Because if all these other individuals are always innocent until proven guilty. But not Tom Cable. Michael Vick. Innocent until proven guilty. Found guilty. Dante Stalwart. Innocent until proven guilty. But Tom Cable? Oh, no. Guilty. Guilty, 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 guilty. Why is that? Because he's the nation. Well, that's just my two cents, guys. Hope everybody's doing good. As you guys can see, the people's champ is going to take out the freak show on week one. Because the freak show is, I believe, drafting players that aren't even in the league. But anyway, that's for another subject. Hope everybody does well. Looking forward to next week's game. Step a fire, Raider Nation. And I'm out. Yeah, you know, it's the dirty laundry syndrome. I told you guys last week. Everybody loves our dirty laundry, and it's not like anybody else's. They all dive right in and love to rub it all over. Whatever. And as far as uh, the people's choice, uh, working the freak shows, you're laying the gauntlet down, buddy. And I'm telling you right now, partner, you're going down. That's for the Raider Nation podcast, Fantasy League. You're going down, Raul. (laughs) We shall see. All right, who's next? We have the Surface Raider. Calling from the UK, man. True Raider Nation. Right here, baby. What do you got to say, my brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. It's uh, Surface Raider calling from Somerset in England. Um, I've been uh, been away for a few weeks, but caught up back up on the show. Um, great job, Carol going, guys. Um, just seen, uh, seen some stuff from the San Francisco game. And uh, shame about the result, but actually I think there are a lot of positives in there. Um, I like the way Jamarcus Russell's shaping up. I think he's doing a good job. And actually, if we played that game straight, Charlie Fry wouldn't have thrown the ball away twice or thrown it away and fumbled it away. Um, and uh, going from fourth down for uh, for the score, yeah, that's the right thing to do in that situation. Um, there's no point tying a preseason game. Um, I think there's three quarters of good football there. And uh, I, I like the way things are shaping up. I think the team are looking okay. Uh, going back to what you were saying about guys in pressured situations and Tom Cable banging out an assistant coach, yeah, of course it's going to happen. Um, you know, I'm in the military, that's how we sort stuff out. Every argument goes that way. Theory, counter-theory, personal abuse, physical violence. End of dick. Actually, well done. You know, everyone knows he's in charge. If you fuck around with a coach, he's going to bang you out. That's how it should be. If they sue him, we should have a whip round and bail him out. Anyway, that's all I've got to say for this week. Keep up the good work, guys. I like the way things are going. I think it's looking good for this season. Uh, can't wait for the start when we go and stuff it to uh, to the Chargers. That's the Surface Raider. I'm out. Go Raiders. Well, you know what? I'm glad you saw a lot of positives in the game. It's nice to get different perspectives, and I'm not kidding, because I saw a lot of negatives. There were a lot of positives as well. Our run defense is going to hurt us big time, especially against the Chargers. That is a fact, unless we get it together. Uh, Jamarcus needs to be improving in his speed and his footwork, definitely. Uh, But you know what? We're better than we were last season. That's a fact. There's no doubt about it. 
And I know banging out somebody or punching their face in what we say over here, but you banging someone else out over there, it's like soccer. I mean, I've seen English soccer tapes uh, where the coach is wanting to punch somebody out. I mean, that's what happens. It just goes that way, and it's the way it is in the NFL. Don't make any mistakes about it. All right, thanks for the call, brother. Who's next? We have the Double X Raider. He's laying it down pretty good, man. Listen to this cat. He's got it down pretty damn good. Hey, what's going on, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and the Raider Nation? This is the Double X Raider coming at you from Georgia, man. I've been in hibernation for a little while, but I have been listening to the podcast, man, and they're still off the chain as always. I had to come on out now because, you know, the season's about to start, you know, and I've been just kind of watching things, see how I was going, but I got a few observations that I'd like to bring in that, you know, I'm sure that we all have uh, noticed, but uh, after the 49er Raider game, I was extremely, extremely disappointed in the defense. It looked like the same old shit, man. We couldn't stop the run. We got gutted, man, like a fish. You know, boy had coffee, whatever his name game was, man. He had 130 bones, man, by halftime. You know, we can't win nothing like that because that's going to put us in the shootout. It's going to make us one-dimensional on offense. So we got to fix that run game. I don't know if it needs to be different personnel, a different scheme, or just learn how to tackle because it just seems like our boys weren't big enough, weren't strong enough. It looks like we were getting pushed out the way by the 49ers. And they were doing that all week with their practice from what I understand. You know, they were bringing it to us. And, you know, you you, you got to like the physical play of the Niners, even though I'm not a Niner fan. But that's the the method and that we need to adopt. We need to get physical like that, like we used to be way back in the day when, you know, when you played in AFC West, you know, when you played Denver, you played San Diego, even the Seahawks when they're in the division. The team that came out of that division was rock hard, and that's because we were whipping ass on each other. We used to beat each other up worse than we beat the rest of the folks up. But that's the kind of football the Raiders need to get back to. That's what started me off as a fan. Is that rough, hard-hitting, break-your-fucking-neck defense, man. That's what we got to get back to, man. Because right now our front four are getting pushed around like it's nobody's business. And that ain't going to work, man, if we're going to have a successful season. Now, on the offense, we were mediocre. You know, uh, Chad Schilling's loss is a is a huge hit because that, that man was coming around, and, I mean, he was looking stellar, tall, fast, and smart. I agree with you, Ray Greg. Nick Miller is, is, the, is the West Coast West Walker. The boy can catch everything. And that fumble didn't help his chances, but hopefully they'll, you know, people make mistakes and they'll understand that and keep the guy because the guy is fast. Nobody can cover him because he's so damn fast and so damn small. So he would be a huge, huge pickup, I think, uh, to maintain on that offense, even if they just use him in special situations, because he's got a, he's got all the attributes, man, and the guy is tough. Now this Coach Cable thing with with assistant D backs coach Hanson. Now if we go back and, and think about it, this is the same clown that got suspended five games by Lane Kiffin last year, and supposedly this guy's got a mouth on him. So Cable tried to choke his ass out and say, "I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> well, you know, that's that's acceptable. You know, pay the motherfucker and get him on out the door, man, and so the Raider Nation can move on and, 
these clowns and the, and the media can start blowing this thing out of portion, you know. But, uh, you know, like I told a, a buddy of mine, you know, when this thing went down, you know, I started getting texts about, hey, you know, what the hell's going on in Oakland, you know, blah, blah, blah. And my response was, you know what, we kicking ass this year, inside and outside. So step up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Now, the other thing I got to talk about or would like to say is Garcia, man. I don't know if uh, he's going to be able to tighten it up on Jamarcus Russell, but if he can keep that calf straight, man, he might. He might be the guy. Now, I like J-Rock, but I think J-Rock needs to adopt Garcia's attitude, his work ethic, which is, I think, why they brought Garcia in, because the guy is tough, man. You know, I would take Garcia any day, despite his age. You know, he the guy brings the game. He brings the fire, and he commands the respect of the team, and he controls the team. And when he came in for that one series in San Fran, you could see it, man. It was, it was like a different team, man. The guys were the guys were moving around, jumping around, because they knew this motherfucker was in charge. Now, J-Rock needs to stop fucking biting his damn lip and do the same thing. You know, he's going to have to do it slowly, because that never was his kind of demeanor. He was always real quiet, at least it looks like to me. Even when he was at LSU, man, he just kind of did his thing and kept on going. Now, the guy is gifted and all that stuff, but gee, there's a, there's always that thing you need above that, and they call it that it factor, and he needs to get it. You know, if he's got to get it from Garcia, he's got to get it. And I think once he does that, you know, and it may it may take sitting his big ass down. Who knows? But uh, he needs to get it because he's, he's got the skills. We just got to get, get his head in, in the game, you know, more in the game and stop telegraphing them damn passes, you know. He could do that in college, but, you know, everybody's fast in the NFL, and you're fucking looking at a guy for five minutes and throw the ball because you can throw the ball fast and anybody can get there. That shit worked in college, but it does not work in the NFL. So you got to look these motherfuckers off, see him out of the corner of your eye, and let that shit go. Like Cable says, rip it. you got to rip it or get your ass ripped. And also, man, you know, I'm over here in Georgia, man, so I'm like about 30 miles outside of Jacksonville, and I know you was talking about a booster club. Hey, Archangel and the guy in Tampa and the guy a little further south, if you guys want to start something up, man, I'm down. Let's do that because, uh, you know, the Raider Nation is a strong nation, and we need to get our shit together all throughout the country so we can throw it down like we need to throw it down every Sunday. All right, man, everybody, I wish you guys the best, and uh, this is the Double X Raider signing out. Peace. Yeah, Jamarcus needs to find the heart. That's what it is. That's the the magic thing is the heart for the game. The passion for the game. I just don't see it in him. I don't. And, you know, everything else you said about Cable, we're all on the same page here, brother. All right. Thanks for the call. Who's next? We have Radar Chris from Scran PA. What you got to say, brother? What's up, Raider Nation? It's Raider Chris from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Just calling in about the whole shillings. Injury, I'm actually listening to the latest post that Ray Greg put up. Um, and he's right, we have other players that can step up. There's one wide receiver that I'm excited for, that I'm excited to watch, that nobody is even mentioning. And he goes by the name of Sammy Parker, the free agent that came out of the San Diego Chargers. He, he killed us when we used to play the Chargers. Uh, he's fast, he's got hands, he can run great routes. Uh, definitely somebody that can step up. So I'm very excited about him. And that's what I got to say. Go Raider Nation. AF- AFC West is ours this year. Fuck everybody else. Go Nation. Well, I'd love to see Sammy Parker out there playing. 
But you know what? They've got DHB out there running routes every preseason game, and he's slated as the number one receiver. He's not even the number five receiver. He shouldn't be on the field. Play a couple times, that's fine. But as far as receivers go, he blows. He's not very good. Sammy Parker should be out there. But they're not giving anybody a chance. They want to push this Hayward Bay to the next level, and it ain't going to happen. It, it ain't going to happen. You know, he's going to get intercepted on a million times. This kid has got to just wait for a year, play a little bit here and there. He cannot be our starter. Sammy Parker should definitely be the, one of the starters, but DHP is getting all the time. Don't ask me why. It's the Raiders. All right, who's next? We have my good friend and a great wise Raider fan. What you got to say, Archangel? Lay it down for us, brother. Raider Greg, Raider Nation, Archangel here from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Uh, I watched the uh, Raiders versus uh, San Francisco game last night on uh, NFL Network. And suffice to say, uh, <laughs> Greg Koski, that boy is looking real good. That's the two preseason games that I saw, man. So uh, Jeff George may be a little expendable. Also, uh, Jamarcus really didn't look that good also, although that one pass he threw to uh, Murphy in the end zone for that touchdown. That was impressive. But uh, And once again, as usual, we see that the uh, offensive line shoots itself in the foot every time we get into the red zone. And I don't understand why we have such a hard problem as far as scoring touchdowns we get in the red zone. All other teams that get in the red zone, they make it real easy for them scoring touchdowns. We can't score a touchdown to save our life. Uh, also, um, defense looked like straight-up crap as usual. I mean, I don't understand it why these guys are running on us like that. I mean, how hard is it? Just bring the freaking linebackers up to fill those holes. That way they won't have those big old gaps when they go ahead and run in their plays. I mean, it was pathetic the way these guys were running over us in the during preseason game. So, I mean... Once again, they need to go ahead and come up with a plan as far as stopping that run. If not, these teams are going to be running all over us again. Also, I see that they've been loading the box also against us stopping our run. So, therefore, our passing game need to get online. I see Chaz is out for quite a while, but uh, like I said, uh, Murphy, he looks pretty good. Oh, that other tight end that we have also, other than Miller, he look uh, impressive also. But uh, anyway, that's just our second preseason game. Hopefully for this third game, which all the players, just regular starters, will be getting more uh, playing time. Hopefully they'll look more cohesive. So uh, we can just have to cross our fingers. Anyway, I'll talk to you guys probably next week. Y'all have a good one. Peace out. <laughs> I love the way you, I love the way you stand, man. You know, you're saying what we're all thinking, but uh, you have a very special way of saying it. That's straight up crap. And our defense is priceless, brother. Thanks for the call, man. Who's next? We have Obi-Wan Radar. What is up, Raider Nation? This is TJ, a.k.a. Obi-Wan Raider, back in town in Houston, Texas. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, welcome back. Um... Let's jump right into it. What the fuck was our defense doing against the fucking San Francisco faggy Niners? 
for once, Jamarcus and the fucking passing attack actually steps up, and the fucking defense just bends over and spreads the cheeks and says, here, fuck me up the ass. What happened between the Dallas game and the 49er game? Aside from Ricky Brown looking like he might take Kirk Morrison's job, everybody else on the fucking defense played like shit. Take that back. Namdi also didn't even fucking bother throwing his direction when he was in the game because they knew fucking better. There's no fucking excuse for our run defense to be that fucking porous. Cable said they wanted to preach fundamentals, preach fundamentals. If you fucking look at the tape, a damn peewee fucking coach can see that they're not keeping containment. The defensive ends, they're rushing up field too damn much. The linebackers aren't sealing the gaps like they need to. They teach you that shit in fucking Pop Warner. I was really, really fucking excited for the Dallas game. I loved that. I just watched that one on Sunday night. I watched the fucking 49er game today, had them taped on the DirecTV. But to coin your phrase, that's some bullshit. Talk to me, Raider Greg. Let me know what you think about this bullshit, man. Talk to you later. As always, win, lose, or tie, Oakland Raiders till I die. And by the way, for that little bitch Hanson, you pick the fight, men fight. You got your jaw broken. Stop acting like a fucking pussy. Man up. Go with another fucking team. Bye. Well, there's nothing else I have to say, man. You you said it right there. Uh. I'll tell you this, that uh, our defense wasn't that bad all the way around. Greg Ellis did a great job. Uh, Jared Warren did a great job. Both of those guys played hard and played well. Um, if you look at the tape and just watch those two positions, uh, the rest of the team, uh, Turdell Sands is a freeway. I mean, uh, he's a waste of oxygen. I can go on and on, but that's how I feel about it, and – we're going to have a hard time if we don't get that thing plugged up. And you, you're hit the nail on the, the head, brother. All right. Thank you. We have the Jersey Raider. Let me hear it, brother. Raider Greg, Raider Nation, what is up? <clears throat> this is Jersey Raider calling in. And um, basically, I just want to say, man, that, you know, the preseason effort against San Francisco I thought the offense, you know, wasn't that bad. And, you know, Lewis Murphy did have a good catch. You know, I liked um, uh, Jeff Garcia's job down the field until the interception, of course. But I thought he looked very active. But, again, you know, just got to stress, that one defense is nothing short of horrific. You know, something needs to be done. And, you know, we've been hearing it's not the personnel. It's been the coach and Rob Ryan. And, you know, they're going to change up the scheme and plug in the gaps. And so far it hasn't happened. And, you know, I don't know what's worse, the fact that we couldn't stop uh, the run or the fact that all the players admit that they were running the same play, some G formation. I guess this is what Kirk Morrison has said. So if everyone knows the play that the opposing team is running, in this case San Francisco, yet they still can't stop the run, and if San Francisco is running the same play down the field throughout the game, I mean, what does that say about the state of your run defense? I mean, it, it says that we're in a lot of trouble. And quite quite honestly, you know what? We need to stop the Michael Crabtree comparisons because really, I remember during the draft, a lot of people said, myself included, it wasn't a comparison between Darius Hayward Bay and Crabtree, but we should be looking more at, you know, a guy like B.J. Raji, a defensive tackle who looked pretty good in his preseason debut uh, against the um, against the Buffalo Bills. So, I mean, it's we, we really need to adjust the issue and, but honestly, let's start looking at the 2010 draft, see what the defensive tackles are coming out, because we need to address that issue, or else, you know, we will continue to struggle.
But hopefully the guys, you know, get it together. Hopefully John Marshall has something up his sleeve uh, because if we can address that issue, then we can go places this year. But if not, well, then all we can do is hope for the best. As always, this is Jersey Raider, Raider Nation. Stay strong, stay proud. I'm out. Well, we've all known for quite some time that drafting defensive backs on all the high rounds is not the way to shore up your defensive line. We haven't gotten a good defensive lineman in years. And I mean years. Um, <laughs> it's very uncanny. Other than Kelly, I don't think we've gotten anybody else. And uh, that is the problem. It's not the scheme as it could be, but it's personnel. We don't have the personnel. We haven't invested in the personnel. The money shows you what we're good at. We're good at defensive backs. That's where our strong strength is, and we're weak in the defensive line because we haven't spent any doggone money there. That's how it goes, and that's our problem. We're going to have it till we do spend some money, and that is that. Thanks for the call, brother. All right, who's next? We have Raider Jake in Iowa. What you got to say, brother? What's up, nation? This is Raider Jake out in Iowa. Well, just got done watching the Niners game, and I was not happy with it, especially our run defense. That's some of the worst run defense I've seen in this six-year span. We gave up a total of 278 yards on the ground, and that is terrible. We need to go out and make, like, a blockbuster trade. I don't know, trade Fargus to the Patriots. Gotta send everybody else there. Might as well send him there. Bring in Vince Wilfork or something. It was We have got to do something about this run defense. I mean, terrible. On another note, Kirk Morrison, our star middle linebacker, he dislocated his left elbow in that game. Sounds like he's going to be out for about two weeks. So, I don't know, missing the rest of preseason won't be that bad. But I'd like to get him back because he's one of the leaders on the defense. And also, I just found out that we signed Napoleon Harris, our old first-round pick back from 2002, probably a training camp replacement for Morrison. And we cut Ricky Manning because he was basically doing nothing in practice anyway. So, I don't know. Thanks, Nation. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. This is Raider Jake in Iowa, and I'm out. Yeah, the Napoleon Harris thing, I didn't bring it up in the show, but, yeah, we picked him up, and he's just a stopgap. He's just some a body, a warm body to fill a slot. He's not going to do anything here. Um, it'd be great to see him come out. What magic that would be if he came out big time. That'd be something. Well, we can only hope. We can only hope that he does something <laughs> like stops the run. Ugh. Thanks for the call, brother. Who's next? We have Dice Q. Short but sweet. What you got to say, man? <laughs> Hey, Dice Q here. Just got finished watching the tape of that Raider 49er preseason game, which preseason is just for practice. I get that. But one takeaway we should get out of that is that Greg Ellis and Trevor Scott cannot be in the game together on base defense. They're both too light to stand in against the run, as evidenced by all the wide running done by the Niners. So let's hope that they find a base defensive end, such as Jay Richardson, and make that twitch. Uh, all the best. Let's go Raiders. Well, I, I have to tell you, Greg Ellis did a great job, even on the run. And pass rush, he was an animal. Trevor Scott was blown out by everybody. I definitely agree with you there. But 
Greg Ellis did a better job on the game but than any other b- defender at all. Everybody on the line, Greg Ellis, was the best defensive lineman, period. So Trevor Scott needs a lot of work. Greg Ellis, well, uh, <laughs> you know what? He did a great job, man. Check it out. So thanks for the call, brother. Who's next? We have one more call. The last call! Yeah! All right, who is it? We have the Raider Ho in the Coachella Valley. What you got to say, brother? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Raider Ho from the Coachella Valley. How are we doing this afternoon? Actually, I should say this morning. Uh, just rolling down the freeway, listening to sports radio. Had to turn it off because I got tired of UM Rome. Anyway, guys, just wanted to touch base on the 49er game. We did not look impressive at all. Once again, our defense is suspect. Thank goodness for preseason games. That way we could correct our problems, get our stuff together, and, man, we need to win these first three games of the season. AFC West opponents and uh, Crimea Rivers. Rivers just got signed to a big contract. We need to knock him on his ass when we see him in Oakland on September 14th. Looking forward to that. And uh, if you guys are not down with the Raider Nation, I've got two words for you. Suck it! We need a trade for a defensive tackle. That's what we need to trade for. We need to trade somebody because it's personnel. It's personnel. I don't know if we're going to be able to fix this. I pray we can, but it's 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 personnel too. We haven't invested any money, like I said. Well, thanks for all those calls, guys. I know there's a lot, but man, the nation has to speak out, especially after a game like that. I know it's easy to get uh, disheartened and disillusioned with our team. Believe me, I'm the first one to think, oh, gosh, here we go again. But we can't feel that way, man. we got to think positive, be positive, and go into every game thinking we're going to kick ass. San Diego game is three weeks away. Three short weeks. We better be ready. We'll know a whole lot more after this Saints game. I'll tell you that right now. We'll know about our team, the character, the guts, the balls that we have. Let's hope we have some big-ass brass ones. I am Raider Craig, and I am out.